This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with former All Big 12 basketball player Deontay Garrett. Mike Green, director of Letter Winners Engagement, sat down with DG, who's still enjoying a professional career, which included two years in the NBA. The Sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Deontay Garrett. All right, everyone, we have a great guest in our latest Sidecast and former Iowa State point guard, Deontay Garrett. And Deontay, without a doubt, is one of the best point guards in Iowa State history. He played here from 2007 to 2011 and had an outstanding career and later went on to a fantastic professional career. He played two years in the NBA and is still playing professionally overseas. And he's also a recent Iowa State graduate, which is amazing and awesome. So happy for him. Welcome to the show, Deontay. It's so great to have you. Oh, man, I appreciate that. That was a good intro right there. <laughs> you know, uh, it feels good to um, be back talking to you and uh want to talk to the Cyclone Nation and give them some uh, updates on what's going on with me. And it's going to be a pretty good one. Yeah, well, DG, of course, everyone called you DG when you're here in Ames. And what a lot of people may forget is that you have a, you had an outstanding basketball pedigree. Your, your father, Dick Garrett, played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine what that was like for you growing up, having a dad that was such an elite player. How much influence did he have on your life and career? A lot. When he was in the NBA, I wasn't I wasn't born. Yeah. So, but growing up, he was always Pops, and I would hear the stories about Pops did this. He played with this great and stuff like that. And I would and I would just look at him just as like you know that's my hero. <laughs> look at that's how that's who I want to be like you know. Uh, that's what I want to do too, and um, he's always loved the game. So it's it's been I've been around it all my yeah. life, and uh, he's been pushing me and motivating me, and still is motivating me to this day. You know, giving me gems here and there, and uh, I love that. And he's been a great role model in my life, being in my corner, and uh, just you know pushing me to be great. And it's yeah. been good for me. It's kind of interesting, DG. Iowa State has an outstanding, great track record of getting players from Milwaukee and having that Milwaukee pipeline. And you grew up in Milwaukee. And yeah. Do you kind of feel that you, uh, you know, when you were there, you you were, I believe, Milwaukee Player of the Year, weren't you, as a yeah. senior? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, do you kind of feel that you started that Milwaukee pipeline? And what, you know, what was Milwaukee basketball like? Oh, man, Milwaukee basketball. It was low on the radar around, like, the nation, I would say. But we were some dogs, man. I felt like a lot. Of, we had a lot of good hoopers that came out of Milwaukee that went went unnoticed. I started a little bit of the pipeline, but the first person is Mike Taylor. Yeah, that's him, right. That's uh, right. MG. Mike Taylor, him and TJ were the first people that you know uh, was recruiting me when I came on my visit. I already knew who Mike Mike T was, and uh, when I came on my visit, it was like a like a no brainer how we were gelling out there on the court. We playing pickup at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to come here. And I was going to play with – thought I was going to be able to play with Mike. Uh, but uh, I was able to see him, see what he was able to do his junior year there at Iowa State, and it kind of influenced me to even come there. So I would give my hats off to Mike T being the, the, the guy that's really, like, paved the way for me. And then yeah. after that, then I can 
whoever came after that, yeah. and it, well, we can say whatever. But yeah. yeah, I think it was Mike T was the first person, and uh, I, I give my hats off to him. And speaking of Coach Otzerberger, Iowa State head coach, you know, he obviously had a huge role in getting you to Iowa State. You know, sure. he was an assistant then, and, and you know, people forget mm-hmm. that you know, Coach, you know, Coach Otzerberger was really young in, in his first first years at Iowa State. How much influence did he have on your career? Oh, a lot too. I feel like uh, my host junior year, I would see him everywhere I was, you know, every AAU tournament or every local tournament. I think he was coming to drive down and then just catching all the games. And he was at some of the uh, open run games and stuff like that. So it was like he was recruiting me really hard, you know, and uh, he was already had like a, like a good chemistry with my brother. He went to school with my brother and then Mike T got involved with it too so it even sealed the deal but tj was definitely he still is my guy but that was my guy back then that i always would see like who's this little guy right here he's always <laughs> around here you know uh seeing him catching me out uh you know sending me letters and stuff like that so he was uh he was there since day one i would say yeah well you know and that was a really good recruiting class you were in at iowa state dg with craig brackens and yeah. you know and obviously craig also you know, later on went on to an NBA career like yourself. What type of player was Craig like and how much fun was it to be the point guard and play with him? And obviously he did leave one year early, but having a guy like Craig Brackens in the post probably, you know, had to help you out a lot, didn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. That was, uh, that was our go-to guy right there. He was our main uh, focal point, focal point throughout like my first three years there. Well, him, we had Wes Johnson, one my freshman year. And uh, but my other two years when I played with him, my sophomore year and my junior year, he was our main guy that would get us buckets. He was rebounding. He had a love for the game. He played against everybody like draft picks. He would go against them. He would he would yeah. he would do his thing, yeah. you know. So uh, I, I love playing with Craig and uh, was was uh, able to play against him, you know, a couple times, you know, throughout my career playing yeah. professional. So it's been uh, it's been good to uh, always, you know, uh, always see Craig for sure. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. You know, when you first got to Iowa State, you know, fans don't know, you know, when you first got here, there there was no practice facility for you. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, y- your last two years, I think the Sukup basketball yep. complex was, was built, but your first two years, there wasn't. And I always ask, you know, former athletes, you know, basketball players, what it was like to really kind of be a vagabond, didn't really have any place to practice. You, you mean, one day you're at State Gym, one day you're at Meyer, <laughs> one day you're yep. at Forker, one day you're at Hilton. What was yep. that like? I mean, it was yep. hard, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, like, even when those winter days came and we would have uh, practice at uh, up there at State, it got cold. State in Gym. The gym. Yeah, <laughs> state you know, gym. it was State Gym. It was, it was freezing. Like, it was like a little small window that was trying to block – a hundred feet of wind. I mean, uh, yeah. a, a snow yeah. and uh, like wind blowing hard as ever. And like we would have to practice in hoodies and stuff like that. But it was a, uh, it was, it was kind of crazy. You know, never knew where we we could get used to somewhere until my junior year when the when Suka was got built. Yeah. And now that, that's what that, I'm glad that that came for sure. Yeah. That I got a couple years with that. Well, and the thing was is that you know you were one of the obviously one of the first players to at Iowa State to have that gym and yeah. and you utilized it to everything that you know you want a player to to have it for is but for sure. you practiced 
as much as you can. I remember seeing you in the gym all the time and <laughs> and and your last two years, but just having that facility, how much did that help you? Because now you had a had a place where you could go after hours and, and just work on your craft, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Just having that down the street from where where I lived, it was uh it was great. You know, I can go in there and get shots up on the shooting machine. I can get I can they had they had the video game in there. We had uh, a refrigerator that was full of Gatorades and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the cold tub, the hot tub, weight room. So it, it basically had everything, a little lounge, chairs and everything, couches. And it, it, it that's where I lived at. And it, I think it helped out a whole lot with my game, just staying in the gym, locked in. And um, it was I wish I would have had it all four years, yeah. but it, it is what it is. I got I was able to get in them two years and I was I'm grateful for that. Yeah, you earned the starting point guard spot roughly pretty much your sophomore year. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, by the time your junior year, you're already one of the best point guards in the Big 12. And I'm going to kind of name some games off for you to see if it can refresh your memory, DG. Okay. Uh, one game that I always remember was your junior year when you guys went down to Drake and uh, Lucas Steiger, Lucas Steiger <laughs> made 10 threes, you know, set the yeah. single game record and you had 11 assists. I'm sure that a lot of those threes came off your assists. Yeah. What do you remember from that game, having a guy just stroke it like that? I think I remember like the year before that, we played them my sophomore year, Drake, uh, and they beat us. Did we play them at, at Hilton? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think we ever played them at Hilton my sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up, end up beating us, and, they, and I beat, they beat us pretty good my freshman year, too. And I remember going into that game like, I'm not losing this game, man. I'm not losing <laughs> this game. So I uh, I remember just being able to penetrate and they would just collapse in a lot and they would just kept leaving Luca open or Luca would like coming off those screens. I, I've seen them like shoot the ball really, really, really good. And I remember I think we were in the gym locked in that week, just just getting a lot of shots up. I think me and him was playing one on one. I just felt it like it was one of those games like oh he ain't missing no shots he shoots up at all. And it was one of those games he was locked in and he was knocking them down. Your time at Iowa State, DG, was, uh, the Big 12 was loaded. Great yeah. players. And it still is, obviously. There's no doubt about it. It's just one of the best conferences in the nation, without mm-hmm. a doubt. But, you know, you had to go against players. You know, I'm just naming off some names, top of my head. Alec Burks from Col- you know, Colorado. You had Chris Middleton, and mm-hmm. You had Sharon Collins and Morris yep. Twins from Kansas. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Ooh. What do you remember from some of the just amazing talent that you had to go against during your career at Iowa State? I played against some uh, tough guys, man. One of my favorite matchups, I would say, would be against uh, Jacob Pullen. We played great. against Kansas State. Yeah, great um, player. Yeah, one of the, that was one of my, I would say, one of my players that I would watch when they played against somebody else. I'm, I'm watching him. I was watching their games. And uh, Tayshawn Taylor was one of them, too. Sharon Collins. Like, I feel like I, I played against a lot. Like, my freshman year, I was – I played against Mario Chalmers and them. They won the championship yep, yep. that year. So that's right. That was your freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I've been playing. I played against a lot of a lot of vets, a lot of guys that you know are legends in the Big Twelve, had great careers, and still some of them still going now. You know, probably one of the biggest wins of your career occurred your junior year when you guys went down to Kansas State. I think they were ranked fifth in the nation. And you beat the Wildcats on, you know, senior day. And you had a great game. You ate assists and made some big shots late. What do you remember from that game? I remember that game. It was, um, I remember talking to my friends. And they were saying they was watching that game. And uh, they were like, you know, we're going to be locked 
watching the game, bro. You gotta, you know, you gotta go in, you gotta kill that game. Woo, you playing against Jacob Pullen, you playing against, you know, the top five team in the nation. Woo, so I, I was already going in kind of hyped and kind of like, okay, I got y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing. I already had it in my mind that I was. Yeah, yeah. And that game was one of the games that I was able to, you know, play pretty good and help my team beat a top five team in the nation and it always goes down to my resume for sure for that. You know, what I remember about that game was that, you know, this is 2010 and we didn't really have a video crew back then that would travel on road trips like they do now. Right. I remember I had a I, I had a little handheld camera and I I took video guys going in the locker room celebrating. And uh, if yeah, you go yeah. back now, <laughs> if you go back now, you just laugh at the video because there's nothing to it. But <laughs> We thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing in the world at the time. Obviously, we've we've evolved since then. That year ends, right? You know, DG and uh, you know Coach McDermott, who was the head coach, recruited you at Iowa State, and he goes on to leave to Creighton. Mm-hmm. And and it was really late in the year. You know, it was kind of a weird deal. It wasn't until I, if I remember correctly, it was like getting. It, it was kind of into the summer when yeah, he, yeah, when yeah. He, you know, when he left. And I think about now with the transfer portal and all that stuff, NIL. Do you think that maybe now you may have thought about transferring or did you ever think about that or or did you know that you were going to stick it out for your senior year? I really didn't know. I was it was really up in the air. I didn't know what was going to go what was going to happen. I did think about, you know, sticking it out just like I'm going to stick this out, but then I also thought about, you know, like what if I go somewhere that can be, you know, a top t- top team in the nation, you know, and being able to be showcased on, you know, television a lot and more exposure and stuff like that. So I thought about that. And before you know it, TJ was calling me and he was saying that we were thinking about getting Fred over. And I was like, oh, well, that turned, you know, that makes yeah. that, that, that helps out a whole lot. And um, and sooner or later, I think I forgot, I think maybe two or three days later it happened. And yep. I was like, you know, Fred ended up, uh, Coach Fred called me. And I remember that day I ended up driving. I was in Milwaukee and I ended up driving back to Ames just to meet with him that night because he wanted to meet with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a no brainer. And when I finally talked, sat down to talk with him, he was kind of gave me the plan and what he wanted to do for my senior year. And it was like how he wanted to get up and down, pick and roll, you know, wanted to work on like he knew I could shoot a little bit. So he basically worked on my three and. You know, that, that really showcased my senior year a lot. Looking for a tire that's designed for work, play, and ideal for those thrilling Cyclone game days? Well, brace yourself because it's none other than Authentic Brand. Ask for Authentic Brand by name from your local retailer or sportswear supplier. Yeah, I mean, your senior year, you really broke out DG nationally. You were all Big 12, led the league in assists. You know, obviously improved your scoring because you had more freedom and that year was really you know, uh, kind of unique because, I mean, obviously the record might not show it, but you guys were really talented and played hard and really showed a sign that this program was moving the right direction, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember we had a lot of games that we lo- lost, like, under five points. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was right there. Like, we couldn't get over the hump. And it was against some teams that were, like, you know, ranked nationally. And it was some teams that, you know, like in the Big 12 that were we should have won. I felt like we we, we were right there. We just yeah. didn't get over that hump and it was going on up and up after that. So, it was a uh, it was it was it was a it was a good feeling to be able to start it off, you know, to start that program off again. Yeah, two uh, two wins 
in the non-conference really stand out for me. Um, you go down to win at Iowa, beat the Hawks and Carver Hawkeye, and then you go win at Virginia. Yeah. Uh, are those two games special to you, you know, when you look back on your Iowa State career? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, you know, playing against, you know, the, the in-state rivals, you know, against Iowa and getting my last win, getting being able to get out of there with a win, you know, in their in their uh, in their city. It felt good to get that W against them and even against Virginia. Um, Virginia was one of the teams that were, were recruiting me when I were coming out too. And that's right. That's they, right. And just going out there and it was a a good team they were, and um, we played really good that game. All of us did, and. It, it felt like it felt good to go down there to get a win. Yeah. So your senior year at DG, you had a, a freshman named Melvin Edgem mm-hmm. who started pretty much every game that year, and he developed into one of the greatest players in school history. You know, he was the Big 12 Player of the Year in 2014. Mm-hmm. Did you see signs that Melvin was going to be that uh, type of player when he was that young when you, you uh, first started playing with him? Oh, for sure. I thought because he had like a um, a motor, you know, to get better. He was getting better when I like when I was came on his visit, and you could tell like he could play a little bit, but he was like young. And then you, I seen him the next year, and I'm like, oh, that's the same guy. Oh, <laughs> he got stronger, bigger, you know, got way better. So, and then every year he kept getting better and better and better. And he was one of those guys that I remember just having the motor to work, work hard in the weight room. Was in the gym too when I was in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a. Uh, I seen it from the start when I first started seeing him hook with us. Well, like I said earlier, you led the Big 12 in assists your senior year, and you also was a great, great year statistically. I mean, you ranked in the top 100 nationally in scoring, assists, and steals, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, having that type of year uh, in your senior year, I mean, how much confidence did that give you as you were getting ready for your professional career? It definitely boosted my confidence up a whole lot. And being able to play against some of the teams in that Big 12 that were guys that were high on the board of getting drafted. And I was able to, you know, you know, play really good against those guys. And some of the games, I got some wins, you know, and um, I was able to, like, you know, stick with it, like stay to myself, like, oh, I can definitely keep going with this. I can definitely play professional. I can definitely try to make it to the NBA. So my senior year definitely was a um, – I was able to showcase what I could do. I felt like I can do some of those things, but that wasn't my role. My first three years I had a guy, Craig Brackens, on my team. That was that was his role. So I was uh, I was in a different role, but my senior year I was able to blossom and being able to have the ball in my hands more. And Coach Fred was able to um, give me that confidence to go out there and do it and showcase it, and I took advantage of it. So your career ends, you know, DG, you went undrafted, but you play overseas. And I think it was Croatia and France your first year. Yeah. Had Obviously had a great, great first year professionally because when that season ended, you you got a chance to go to the summer league for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And you obviously, once again, showed them what you could do because after that summer league, you, you signed a contract with them to play in the NBA. What was that moment like when you knew that you were – be an NBA basketball player? Uh, it was uh, it was a great feeling, <laughs> you know, dreams come true. Growing up, everybody has that one that had that feeling of making it to the NBA and being able to sign that contract. And, and I was able to do that. And it was, uh, it, was uh, it was a blessing, I would say. And um, that summer league, I was, I didn't, I really didn't know. I was just, you know, stay, stay grinding, 
you know, I just was like, okay, I played pretty good, you know, summer league. I just wait till, you know, I hear something. And I kept going right back to the gym, kept hooping and doing what I had to do. And I finally got the call to come on back for a training camp and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, they must, you know, they must like what I did there. And I, I played really good in training camp. And the whole year I was like, you know, just kept grinding. I was like, this is a dream come true here. So it felt really, really good to be able to play at the highest level for sure. Yeah. I had to look this up. I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, <laughs> there's only been 96 father-son combinations in NBA history, and you're one of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, how cool is that for you? <laughs> I mean, that, that's just amazing that it, it doesn't happen that often that right. a dad plays in the NBA and a son plays in the NBA. And I mean, how awesome is that for you to, you know, just with your dad that you guys are, are both NBA alums? Oh, man, it feels it feels great. Uh, you know, uh, somebody just sent that uh, TikTok to me. It was like a TikTok video or something like that. And they were showing the father duo duels. Oh, okay. And, and I was like, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, why are they sending that? And I'm like, oh, they're going to be a pops. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. And then it, like everybody started when So I seen it, it going viral on Instagram and stuff like that. People was talking about it. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. You know, it is like, you know, my pops, we still got our jerseys. He got his jer a couple jerseys hung up on the wall up there next to mine. So it's a, it's a good feeling to see and be a part of. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. 2013-14 season, now you're playing for the Utah Jazz. And you played in 71 games that year. That's a lot. And mm -hmm. what are some of your memory, favorite memories of playing in the NBA? What were some of your favorite teammates? And mm -hmm. what were some of the toughest opponents that you ever played against? Well, so, well, well a couple of memories, I would say, my that, that year playing with the Jazz was uh, we played against the Warriors. And, you know, I played pretty good against them a, a few. I played pretty good against them a few times. Uh, we played against them on like early seat, early part of the season. Yep. And it was like I, I didn't play that many minutes, but when I got in, it was like I played really good. So that kind of like it was a booster for me to keep playing more minutes. I was adding more minutes on. Me and Ian Clark, me and him uh, were both were, you know, the same, like, you know, working hard, staying in the gym before practice, after practice, you know, playing one-on-one. -on -one. And we both got in the, uh, got a chance to get in the game that game. And um, we played really good. And me and him both still good friends to this day that we were like both looking at each other like, yeah, bro, keep pushing each other. Like, let's keep getting after it so we can keep getting some more minutes. <laughs> and uh, it helped out a whole lot. And we, we a couple more games that we played pretty good in was against, you know, Miami. We ended up beating Miami that year. But they had LeBron on the team, D-Wade. And uh, we ended up winning that game. And uh, that was a national game. And that was a memory I can remember just, just you know, saying yeah. I, can, I beat LeBron James in the game, <laughs> you know. Uh, and uh, it was just, it was a lot of memories that year, I say. Uh, I played against my old team, Phoenix, that year, and I played really, really good against them. And uh, just to, you know, show, you know, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a good, it was a good year. It, I'm always going to remember that year for sure, playing with Utah and having like, you know, Trey Burks on my team, Gordon Hayward, Derek Favors, Ian Clark, Brandon Rush. Richard Jefferson, me, like me and Brandon Rush, he still he remembered me back when I was a freshman. 
He yeah, was the senior, right. uh, and he won the championship. He was oh, like, I remember Kansas, you used to. Yep. Yeah, you. I remember you used to be the dude with the big t-shirt on, freshman, <laughs> freshman year, skinny out there. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was good to, um, you know, have him as a teammate, and you know, I, to this day, I still talk talk to some of those guys on Instagram, and you know, we all see see each other through in social media. I mean, at the age of 34, DG, you're still playing and, oh, yeah. you know, um, you know, still playing overseas and, you know, that's rare in it to, to, you know, at that age to continue to, you know, to grind it out like you are. What are your plans for, you know, this coming year? And I know you talked about that you had a kind of a life change here with your family and kind of tell Iowa State fans, like, what are your plans this next year? Uh, well, I have a baby girl on the way. Coming in September. Congrats. Appreciate it. And um, so I'm going to uh, stick around right now. Normally I will leave sometime right like th in this month. It would be in August. Um, I will end up leaving to go where if I was to go back to Israel, it would probably be in the next couple of weeks. France, I know some players I know are already there. You know, they already left. So it's like it, it would have been this month. I would have been, you know, would have left and went to a team. But I end up uh, making the decision to stick around. My wife and my son, they're in Charlotte. They live in Charlotte. So I'm going to go back out there and, you know, make sure everything's good, get prepared for baby girl to get here yep. and uh, make sure the household is uh, comfortable and set. And then sometime during the, during the middle of the year, probably at the end of the year, probably we'll get out probably November, December sometime and see where, we'll see where I go and yeah. take it from there. I mean, how cool has it been for you to see the world you know, by playing basketball, you've been in a lot of places and had had great success. But how awesome has that been for you at a young age to I mean, you've been everywhere and it's been pretty cool, hasn't it? Yes, man. It's uh, it's been a blessing, I would say, um, just being able to touch mo mostly all the countries, uh, you know, over in Europe. And um, I was able to be able to play and, and see different things that you normally don't see on a normal basis. Like you'll see it on a movie or you know or tv or yeah, instagram yeah. and stuff like that and being able to be a part of those things it, it's a it's a blessing for sure and um i love uh i love traveling and so it's gonna be i will say i'm trying to do this until i'm 40. Yep, yep. <laughs> and uh being able to you know just travel across the world and show show my family show everybody you know a different part of the uh life that you know some people don't be able to see and it's so it's, we try to take advantage of it and um, praise God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, DG, uh, you reached another milestone this last week. You are now an Iowa State graduate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so uh, just a couple questions. How happy does that make you feel that you got your degree? And oh, man. What, what made you decide that, hey, I need to do this? Oh, man, it feels great. It feels awesome that it feels like. After when I when I got it done and they said that you are completely done, you graduate, you get your degree, I, it just felt like something just came like you know off of me, just whew, like finally, what is that feeling? Yeah. <laughs> and it felt good, you know. Uh, end up celebrating with my mom and dad, and uh, just you know they were happy for me and they were they were on me about you know trying to you know finish it out this last year. I've been thinking about it the last three or four years. You know, Coach TJ, yep. a couple of the guys that uh, that's up there at Iowa State. You know, Coach Mike, and he been writing me, calling me, and you know just trying to get on me about trying to finish it. The last three four years, I've been saying, okay, I'm gonna get back to it. I'm gonna get back to it. And this last year, I just said, you know what, I'm getting it done. 
and uh, we end up getting it done, you know. <laughs> and yeah. I was, and it's it's been a great feeling ever since I got it done. Now, uh, that's awesome, DG. We're really happy for you. And you know, obviously, Coach Otzelberger has been a big part of your life. And you know how, how you know how often you kind of touched on this, but how often do you stay in touch with Coach TJ? And uh, how often do you follow the Cyclones? You know, um, and just how they're doing still. Oh, man, I just talked to TJ the other day when he found out that I graduated. He called me. He was one of the first people to call me to congratulate me. And um, that was a that was a good feeling to hear his voice and hear him talk and talk to him. They were just getting done with the uh, the Bahamas thing. Yep. I didn't get a chance to catch the games, but I watched all the highlights. And they look like it's an identity of TJ out there. You know, yep. those guys are scrappy. Uh, they're getting after it on defense. They're playing hard. And. You know, it's a it's, it's a good good feeling to you know see and be like be a part of the Cyclone Nation still and you know watching those guys and I'm rooting for those guys to go hard and to win as much many games as they can and and enjoy that Cyclone feeling out there for sure. Well, DG, thanks so much for taking the time for joining us on the Cycast. It was so great to catch up with you and we're so happy for you and your life and you're always a Cyclone and you know once again. Really, really appreciate you getting on the show with us. Thank you, man. It's a, it's a, it's a good feeling to be back. And shout out to Cyclone Nation and good luck to the guys this year. I'll be watching for sure. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.